What if business could be fun? This podcast is for people who no longer want work to be a four-letter word. It is a comedic look at the myths of work, life, and balance, where we expose the kind of thinking that sucks your will to live, and we replace it with powerful, easy-to-use tools so that you can shift gears and laugh about it all. The only requirement to listen is you need to be human. Hello. Oh my God. I love making you laugh so much. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Still Human, the podcast with Kathy and Elaine. We are so excited that you're here, whether you're just joining us for the first time or you've been a longtime listener, watcher. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You know, when we started out as new coaches, there were so many things we wish we had known that we didn't know. And we both made lots of mistakes and still do sometimes. And we wanted to share all of the wisdom that we acquired, <laughs> sometimes painfully, <laughs> and and look at it with humor because when you can laugh at yourself, you are winning, as far as I'm concerned. So so true. Yes, and so let me tell you about my amazing podcast partner, Kathy. Her relationship with work nearly killed her, and she discovered to her horror that she was an un wittingly unconsciously part of that equation of having work kill her and so she made it her mission to stop needless workplace suffering and that's one reason I love hanging out with her so if you are stuck in your business or at your job and you just don't know what to do reach out to Kathy she is an amazing coach I know that's one reason I get to hang out with her and that is Kathy Keegan, my podcast partner. Oh, that is, you are, you are so awesome. And um, we do like each other very much. So we are going to use terms like amazing and awesome. And it, it, I hope it doesn't ruin the term for you because I use it in the truest. <laughs> I really use it in the truest sense of the word, because the thing about Elaine is she can move you past your fears to feeling really confident and free speaking online, but not for free. And she has you looking fantastic doing it. She is a marvelous, marvelous uh, camera, on-camera coach. And I shouldn't be stumbling over my words, but we're playing around. We're trying a few things because we, we do want to, the reason we're doing this, I, I think Elaine explained it so beautifully, is that, yes, there's some wisdom that we learned along the way. And some of it is is stuff that we're still learning, right? And so we just like to be able to have this front and center for you so that you can understand this is the how, this is how they did it, you know? Because the fact of the matter is you can see some beautifully polished presentation and that's great. But the fact of the matter is it took a few takes to get that, right? right. And there's a reason, there's a reason why you would have something polished. What we're doing here is a little less polished because we just want to be real. And by the way, they're doing construction nearby. So if you hear like <laughs> crashing or burning or anything like that, that's, um, I'm going to say that's outside my studio that Love this it. is all happening, my recording studio. Anyway, I digressed because uh, again, we're here as resources for you. And so Elaine is here as a resource for you. If you're, if you really want to speak well, at, like me, look at how I'm speaking. I, the words can just like, they're just effortlessly pouring out of my, my mouth. Um, so back over to you, Elaine. You know, how did I do? 
Some days are better than others. I have a joke. This is my rented tongue. I, the, my, you know, my other car is in the shop. My Rolls is in the shop or whatever. So, no, we just um, we thought we would um, try slightly tweak our intros a little bit because Kathy Keegan and I were away at this amazing retreat in Sedona called Flow with Laura Gisborne, who hopefully will be on our show sometime. And yeah. it was just so awesome to be around other like-minded six-figure women and to learn. And, you know, I had some personal goals for myself about attending this this workshop, and I achieved them. And I am following up with all the fabulous women that I met there. And um, it was amazing. And one of the things I wanted to share, I brought a prop. <gasps> I so know. have to describe it for our listeners. So exciting. Oh, my God. So this sign says, remember why you started. This was a really important exercise that we did during our period of time there. Remember why you started. And whenever you're in a moment at work on a call that maybe didn't go as well as you hoped, why did you start this in the first place? Yeah. It's so great because, you know, I know I get caught up in the doing and the doing and the doing. And I mean, I am an action taker. Let's go. But sometimes I'm, I'm learning to practice to slow down and focus and practice discernment and not saying yes to every opportunity that comes my way. And, you know, I love helping people drop from their head into their heart. And then I forget to do that for myself. But that's why... <laughs> You know, I, we have reminders like wall decals I'm going to put up uh, at some point because, you know, this is one of my favorite signs when I would go to yoga. Remember why you started because it's so easy to get lost in the doing of things and the needing to feel like you've got to keep up and, uh, you know, so I'm so happy yeah. that I picked that as a wall decal. That is beautiful. It's, it's a powerful, it's a powerful <laughs> expression and it, we are bombarded, you know, today. It's, it really feels oftentimes like an information assault. There's so many things you can choose from. Um, if you're online, you know, even I just realized even the idea of going onto Facebook, I have to think about what that is because here's what's going on in my brain. I'm scrolling through things. I'm seeing things that surprise me. I'm seeing things that I might want to comment on. And I might be in the middle of reacting to the thing I want to comment on. And then in my brain, I'm thinking, well, do I comment on it or do I wait to comment on it? All of that is using up my brain energy. So if I'm there for a particular reason, it's good to know why I'm there and to maybe plan the time there rather than use it as a stopgap or just to go to, because it's not something that settles the brain. So if you're working really hard, you made a bunch of calls, and then you're like, hey, you know what, I'm going to go on Facebook, or I'm going to just go on here and look and see what people are saying. It's, a, it's another action that you're taking. That's, that should actually be on your list of things that you carve time out for. It's probably, I, I just discovered this myself today and that other people, I'm so sorry for the people who already knew, my apologies. But for me, I just realized, my God, the amount of decision-making involved in being just decision online. fatigue, and that, that is so true. Yes, I love it. I love it. So, yeah, I think, you know, I... I help my clients 
with their strategy and social media and video stuff. So I try to be very, very focused when I get on because for me, I can get sucked into a rabbit hole of compare despair. There's so much more whatever. She's taller, skinnier, prettier, funnier, you know. And so I really try to get on with specific things um, I, I need to do. And I do like being able to connect. And, you know, it, I need to be rigorous with myself. Right. Just having and, a beginning and an end. Yes. And like, you know, the whistleblower thing just came out recently and I'm still processing all of that. And that being said, you know, I think, I think a Facebook is like money. It's neutral. It's what you do with it. Right. Yeah. And, um, you know, I'm helping one of my clients, Roland, who's going to be on our show hopefully. And he's working on a Ted talk all about helping grandparents connect with their grandkids more and how Mm. this younger generation desperately needs wise mentors and the wise mentors desperately need people to mentor the human need to contribute to another and to be needed and i've always been passionate about this concept and so it's so much fun to watch him but i was signing up for his thing and even though i'm not a grandparent i'm like a pseudo you know i'm an aunt i'm a great aunt kind of thing but I was clicking on his thing and it took me to his Facebook group. And then of course, what popped up all these other grandparent, um, groups. And I was touched like, even though not great things have happened on internet, there are all these groups, grandparents who are grieving grandparents who are far away from their families, grandparents. And I was just like, there's so much good. Exactly. And I think that's the thing is to, is anything that we humans get involved in, and I speak from my own experience, I can go to one extreme or another. That possibility lies in me all the time. And so um, it, it, it is what we make it. It is a reflection of what we say or do. And we also do have to have some ability to be able to analyze and think about the information that we see coursing through there. You know, if it's my friend commenting on her birthday or if it's my friend commenting on a beautiful picture, then I understand what that is. Some of the other information that gets disseminated there is just it. it, I feel like I need to do a little more research and I'm not sure I want to spend my time on there doing that. Right. You know, that's a good point. Yes. I really love the connection. And it was my birthday last week. And let me tell you something. Elaine in your court is like the best thing you could ever happen to you. I will just tell you this. I felt lavished on for my birthday. And and I really, you know, I love Facebook for that because it's a way for people to simply quickly say, hey, happy birthday, a quick acknowledgement. That is energetic and it feels wonderful. And it took maybe 50 seconds or even maybe not even that much. Maybe someone just hearted something or you know, hit the care button or something. But that is just, I'm saying a lot of buts and I'm trying to use and, 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 and it's, it's, it feels really good. There's really something about that. And I take it for that moment. And then Elaine and I were talking about having been in this great retreat last week. And let me just tell you something, a retreat means that you're just not in the usual flow of your daily life. Retreat does not mean in this case, not doing any work. So this was really intense and really, really good. We were really present for that. And we, oh, I just lost my train of thought. Doot. 
No, that's okay. What was, you know, it was also great about clarifying, um, yeah. you know, like, cause sometimes retreat means, you know, you're in silence. Yes. Which would be so hard for me and you. Right. Maybe. <laughs> oh my gosh. I mean, I still, I meditate. I try to meditate every day, but I have trouble sitting still, still. You know, it was it's so just much fun. It's one of those things. I just have to say, it was so much fun rooming with you and celebrating your birthday. And we got her a surprise cake and I brought candles from the East Coast. And it was it was just delicious. And Sedona is a magical place. There really is special, special energy. And it was so cool. We got to hike with my friend, Karen Golden, who has a retreat center there. And I was the first person who saw it after she bought it in 2016. So it was so exciting. Um, oh, I just wanted to, you know, we're taking a leap, but I wanted to share because you were talking about, you know, tracking your time. Mm, daily meticulous. time log. And She's holding I, up a daily time log. And, you know, and it, it reminds me of those damn diet diaries that I always lied on. <laughs> I mean, does anybody fill those out? Like, are you really going to admit that you had that Twinkie or the whole bag of whatever anyway but I love the time log because you can't lie and it's like oh my god like when I'm avoiding something I clean or I'll snack oh look there's another snack Elaine damn are you really that hungry so anyway so it's just so cool because Laura was giving people homework and she was recommending time, you know, track your time. Where exactly does it go? And I texted my one of my clients and I said, Nicole, I just gave you the same homework. Because, you know, she, it's, just, <laughs> it's great. You can't, you can't lie. And the whole point is not to make yourself wrong. But the whole point is to, like, just get really clear. How many calls are you actually making? How much time are you following up? And how much time are you sort of fritter, frittering, frittering? Away. I love, I love the Isn't word frittering. frittering. And the thing about Facebook. frittering, there's <laughs> nothing, there's nothing wrong with frittering on Facebook. Um, it's just understanding that's what you're doing. Cause what happens is we draw this like overall conclusion of I'm so busy, right? We draw this overall conclusion of not having enough time and we are all a lot at the same amount of time, right? And so, again, it doesn't mean you have to be an automaton, but it's just being clear and seeing where you have spaces that you might not have realized you have space and seeing, oh, yeah, you know, I do do this. And is that okay? Like, there's a word game I love, the spelling bee, which is in the New York Times. That is such a great use of my brain in a different way, just looking at these letters and trying to form them into words. So... So yeah, there are deliberate moments when I am specifically sitting down and picking that, picking up my iPad and just doing that puzzle because it's mm. a different use of my brain or I'm taking a walk around the block, you know, or I'm taking a shower or I'm brushing my teeth. All of those things allow me to reset and right. then free me up to come back and do some of the other work that I'm doing. And also to look at the work that we're doing as part of what we do and part of the steps of what take us to where our next goal is, right? That it can be, I can look at it and say, oh no, I have to call, you know, my 400,000 pound iPhone, 
you know, making those phone <laughs> calls and chit-chatting with people. You know, I make a joke about it, and then I did pretend in the seminar that my phone was heavy, and then I picked it up really quickly, and one of my fellow seminar attendees said, it's not that heavy, is it? And it is. It's mentally heavy for me. So I right. can change that. I can change that. Does that sound soapboxy? Are we having fun today? No, I'm having ha fun. We're having fun. It's you don't sound soapboxy. You sound passionate, and that's one reason... <laughs> okay. That's one reason I like hanging out with Kathy Keegan because she's a brainiac. She's always like, well, in the, one of the five books I was reading this week, uh, you know, she's always <laughs> got new information. So you just hang out with Kathy, you get smarter. But, um, yeah, I mean, so much of it is about the reframe. And I think, you know, to be totally transparent, there are many times in the past where I was like, oh, I'm so busy. Oh, I'm so busy. But, you know, if I could really look at where I was spending my time, there was a lot of it that was not being, you know, um, you know, so. Well, one of the cool things about our brain, speaking of that, is that women in particular, we do have an ability to be like radar, to like see all the things that are on in the scope, right? So you could see all the stuff that you have to do. What happens that internally is, um, my reaction, which can be, I have all these things to do and how the heck do I start? You know, so you think of, so it's like they all amass together and you're just like, well, I've got to do this. I've got to call this. I've got to get this done. And then, and then what happens is you kind of put yourself into a busy state. So it's not that there isn't stuff to do. It's not that there aren't deadlines that need to be met. We're not saying that that doesn't exist for us. It does. It's sort of how we treat what those are and how we're able to sort of shift our energy back into a place where it's sustainable and renewable. And by that, I mean, just being able to make decisions, being able to use our brain you know, um, because when you're all nervous and in a flutter, oh, I like that. We were frittering and we frittering are fluttering. And fluttering. <laughs> the F words. When, the F words <laughs> that we're using today. But when, you, when you're in that, uh, you can't think. You, you're not supposed to. You're supposed to fight. Well, more F words. You're supposed to flee. Fight, fight, fight freeze. Fight, flee, freeze, faint. Please. Well, and, you, you know, and, and just to be another, I'm just, you know, I'm just like bearing it all because, you know, if, if one person can, if I can save one person half of the pain or shame or self-flagellation, another F word, mm. then, then my life is worth it. Right. And so right. for me, you know, I, I love coaching. I love teaching. I love talking, like getting to talk and hang out with Kathy Keegan is just hilarious to me. And the thought of like sales of like trying to enroll somebody into, you know, come do one of my programs or come work with me one-on-one. -on -one, I was so horrified and terrified of those conversations. And I did not under, you know, I didn't know what I didn't know. I just knew like, oh, I'm so busy. Oh, look, another day went by without phone calls or whatever. And you know, and, but I was committed and, you know, when you're committed, you're like, I'm going to lean into being uncomfortable and I'm going to be a hundred percent honest with myself. And I didn't realize it, but you know, with the help of mentors and coaches, I realized I was afraid of feeling rejected and mm -hmm. I was afraid of feeling like a failure. So, you know, I would just pour into the clients that I did have 
and pour into all the service that I do and you know and and it's all great stuff and if you're committed to having a business that's thriving and growing you also need to keep having those other conversations and I didn't realize that that's what was keeping me so busy or scattered or whatever you want to call it because deep down I was I did not want to feel like I was being rejected and I didn't want to feel like I was failing again and now I really yeah. get I mean I get like yes the joys in the journey sure and oh you know and you know failures just you know but in the moment just like when you try a new joke that you're excited about and nobody laughs there's a moment of suckiness yes it's absolutely like, oh damn i thought this was gonna be a winner i had this whole analogy about home depot and sideways and merlot and i remember in my brain <laughs> it was like the most brilliant premise and everybody was like huh you know so like you know i i well you're talking you know elaine you're talking about uh going to a dry well one of the really important things that we learned this past week is that when we are in a conversation with someone, you know, if it's a great fit, it, it's meant it's meant to work, right? Right. And if it isn't, it's it's not it's not supposed to happen. And so, we don't have to get as in depth in the conversation when we realize, oh, this is a dry well. No harm, no foul. There's nothing wrong with anybody. It's just that, you know, when it's your client, you know, it's your client. You know, when it's your when it's uh, the business that you're meant to do. It happens. The obstacles are somewhat removed. You know, you're into that conversation. So for us learning that we don't have to keep staying into conversation, I don't need to convince you of anything. If, if in your mind it's not a yes, then it's not a yes. That's okay. You know, and letting people be with that. I don't need to push the point or say, what can I do? Because that helper in me, right? The helper in me is what can I, what, how can I move heaven and earth to please you? Well, that's not where I started, and that's not why I started, right? Coming right. back to what you were talking about at the very beginning, that beautiful expression that you're going to, you, you call it a decal that's going to go up on your wall. Remember why we started. And the fact of the matter is, I'm not useful if you're not getting anything out of it. Right. You know, and I, and I that came out kind of clunky, but it's just, it's, it's, allowing things to just sort of be and happen the way they are. And if the well is dry, then the well is dry. And if the well is dry, then you have to go find water. Okay, yeah. that's not really going anywhere. That's like the joke. That's the whole You're Depot, so Merlot, and that's Sideways okay. joke. You know what, Kathy? But we love you anyway. And I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure when you did that earlier and your cat laughed, it worked. But no. That's what they call a saver line. So this is a great tip. If you're ever trying to be funny or trying to tell a story and it didn't come out right or, you know, those awkward moments when you're talking to somebody, whether it's one-on-one -on -one or one, you can say, well, my cat thought that was hilarious this morning or that played great in the bathroom. That's a saver line. Or some of you will get that on the way out. That's a saver yeah. line that just basically says, all right, I tried to be funny. You didn't laugh. I'm okay. You're okay. We're moving on. It's just a great way to like, we're moving on. We're moving on. Okay. So Kathy, <laughs> speaking of that, I want to know like, what was one of your biggest ahas from, from that the week? retreat? Yeah. So there, there are a bunch of them because 
when it's so exciting to be in a different place that is really breathtakingly beautiful. Um, the, the, the landscape there is unlike anything I've ever seen. Um, even having been to New Mexico and seeing some of the beauty there in Jemez and Santa Fe and Albuquerque, uh, it was really, really incredible. Um, for me, it was once again, making connections as who I really am, because I have such a hard time with, um, trying to present something to you that, that looks polished and finished. You know, and, and what I mean by that is, you know, I'm a work in progress and to be among other people who are also have successful businesses and are also works in progress right. was really important for me to see and to open up to other people and learn about how they do what they do, be willing to admit the areas where, you know, I, the way I have people prepare for coaching sessions, I have them think in three areas. One area is the sort of acknowledgement of the things that you accomplished during the week, you know, during the times in between times. Um, the other is to um, think about gratitude, one to any number of things that you're grateful for because it's a different kind of energy, right? And then the third one is not yet. That thing that you didn't quite get done, uh, <laughs> it happens, right? And I think it's so important because the idea is it's not that I didn't do it or and maybe it was willful. Guess what? important information. Why was it willful that you didn't do it? Maybe there was something about it that didn't make sense to you. And so it's really starting in, in this idea of reframing is just really starting to see everything as an experiment. I'm trying something out here. I'm trying mm. something on. If it's not the be all and the end all, that's okay. What can I take away from that? You know, what can I take away and bring into my life? And the one thing that I was just sharing with Elaine before we got on the recording was that there's a part of my mind that keeps going back to those really, really great moments. And I want to go back and live in those moments 100% of the time. And it's, that's what makes it harder to transition um, back into the real world, except that this is the real world and that was the real world, too. It's right. just a different kind of real world. I don't so know if that great. made any sense. I hope it did, but it. I, I hope to carry that with me. And just the idea of um, why I do what I do. My job did nearly kill me, but it was my relationship with the job. Mm. And it was not being aware that I participated too. And I'm not mad at myself for that. I understand that. And I just, I just don't want people to suffer in the workplace. I think... You know, I think if there's any way that we can help people not do that, um, then then let's chat. You know, I and same that. with you, Elaine. Yes, I love that, Kathy. And I was just going to say, as we we have to wrap up, um, this was a short one today. But you know, people, if you are languishing, God, listen to me. The the, the Ooh, SAT words coming out of my mouth today. <laughs> it's because I hung out with Kathy Keegan last week. I swear to God. So if you're languishing at your job, if you're trying to figure out if you should stay or go, if you, you know, if there's any place that you just are like, ah, I strongly suggest reaching out to Kathy Keegan. She does complimentary get to know you calls and she is not a high pressure person at all. And she's just really a delightful, really a powerful, amazing coach and speaker. I'm just going to have to yeah. say that out loud too. If you are looking for a dynamic engaging, fun, brilliant speaker for your next thing, reach out to Kathy Keegan. And that is 
K-A-T-H-Y-K-E-E-G-A-N.com, right, Kathy? Thank you. And I just want to say for eh, we have tools. We have tools for that, you know. And Elaine, Elaine is the energy here. So I just want you to understand as we work together here, she brings she brings me to life in many ways. And her sense of humor, her perspective, all of that, you just feel it. And she's the reason I'm better on camera. There's no doubt about it. So you want to do a connection call with her. She is so much fun to talk to. Seriously. And again, I know I sound like Ron Papil, but wait, there's more. Um, <laughs> honest to God, spending 15 minutes on the phone with Elaine is life-changing. So give her a call. Captivate the crowd. And that's Captivate, spelled like Captivate, the, T-H-E, crowd, C-R-O-W-D. And Captivate the Crowd and John the Baptist have two things in common, because I brought it up last week, because it's now the only joke I remember. They both have the same middle name, the. <laughs> okay. Please say something. Um, Elaine, could you say something about my cat right now? That would be oh really God, good. Oh, my God, that was funny. Yes, I'm sure your cat was laughing. No, that's good. Yeah, no, you know what? Anybody can crack a joke. It's just, yeah, it's what you do about how you move on from it, whether you got a little bit of, you got to laugh. You got to laugh. So, um, well, thank you so much. I'm so glad we got to connect and we got to share some cool tools. And I'm so glad I got to go to Flow and be in Lara's fabulous aura. And, you know, all the women she attracts are just really loving, badass, heart-centered amazing women so it was yeah it was cool it was so uh, cool so always thanks. a pleasure yeah always a no. pleasure go ahead go ahead <laughs> this is the part where we this is the part where if we were playing doubles tennis we would lose the match but that's okay because we can roll with all this no it's just a, a heartfelt thank you to listeners to all of you who are listening and watching it really makes a difference and we hope that um you know that there are topics if there are topics you're interested in to let us know We'd love to hear yes, from you. We would. Until next time. See you soon. Be well. Have fun. Okay. Bye. Bye. Yay. You made it to the end. Thank you so much for listening. We're so excited you were here. Feel free to reach out at stillhumanpodcast at gmail.com or Kathy at kathykeegan.com or Elaine at captivatethecrowd.com. See you next time.